You're listening to Critical End, episode number 81. The episode that's having sex down the hall. We were roommates? Yes, actually, I have stories about that that I will get into later. Oh. Right. I, I'll just be reading excerpts from my book, uh, Logan, Remember When We Were Roommates. Um, <laughs> a by life, Ryan DeGeorgie. A I life put my name on yeah, it. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> um, I, don't, I think no. you missed how that's supposed to work. More importantly, uh, I know we opened the last show of kind of catching up with 2010 still. I Rumor is that you saw Easy A? Uh, yeah, I saw Easy A uh, last night because I still have stuff on my Netflix queue that I just want to try to get in before the show, which I didn't. Yeah, same with me. It's still at the very top. So, uh, quick thoughts, comments? I liked it a lot. I thought it was I really, really fun. enjoyed it, yeah. I thought, um, uh, actually, I gave it an 8, and then later I was like, ah, maybe a 7, because I, I realized that, there were a lot of things that they sort of introduced that never really dealt with. And I thought that I her main, they kept trying to say that her main antagonist was Amanda Bynes and the Christian kids, but they never did anything to her. Yeah, it really, that kind of, the whole thing falls apart. If, I felt like the third act of the film kind of crashes, if anything. Um, but it's, no, if for what's worth, I, I'd recommend it to most people. It's good. And uh, your seven actually matches our usual rating system more because I ended up giving it a six. All right. Well, anyway, I, I liked it a lot. I, I still recommend it, yeah. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. And the, the thing about that, and this kind of leads into the roommate, is um, I was sitting around for a while, and I was like, you know, it's been a, you know, you know, comedy and scary movies are like my two favorite, right? And I'll take a comedy over a scary movie any day. Mm-hmm. The problem is they don't make comedies I really want to rush out and see anymore. Every, every now and then, I guess Edgar Wright will make something that I feel like I need to see. Yeah. And I have time at, at the theaters when I do see. Um, but I was like, you know, I want to kind of like an old-fashioned uh, late 70s, 80s uh, high school film or just a, a flat-out fun college movie um, along the lines of, uh, you know, like to an extent Animal House, but more kind of like that early, mid-90s, Deming on Campus, Slackers-type feel, you know? What's that one Topher Grace is about to come out with? I'm kind of having a little bit of a high hope for that. Um, I don't know. I, I saw the uh, the trailer aired during the Super Bowl or whatever. Um, I don't know much about it, though. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, want, I, I don't know. I sort of want that back. I feel like it hasn't happened in a while. It's nothing high art, just something I can go and have a good time at laughing at, you know? Totally. Uh, one of those kind of like super R-rated but innocent films. Mm-hmm. Um, and Easy A kind of like gave that to me for a while there. I felt it was a... Uh, it, was, it made a lot of references to John Hughes and for what's worth. It kind of was in some way. You know what I liked about it? Uh, first of all, Stanley Tucci was great in it. And I agree. I think that the cool thing about it is, for the most part, it uh, it didn't have any stereotypical adult characters who hate children in it. Like, every movie focusing on high school is full of adults who hate kids. Right. Um, or people who just don't understand. And that's obviously a good model because it allows you to really cast the protagonist in a sympathetic light. But um, but all the like adults in EZA were just sort of like, meh, I get it. So I yeah, mean, it's, it follows that kind of Juno rule, if anything. Um, where the, I, I noticed that with ever since Juno, like they've been acting a certain way, and it's okay now to make to make kids like in some ways smarter than adults in these films. Yeah, um, it's a good thing. Which once again is kind of a very John Hughes, Ferris Bueller type thing to do. Yeah, but I mean, I think it's more about the way the adults treat the kids in this movie, where it's just sort of like, I'm sure you'll figure it out, but let me know if you need help, which is a, a good parenting yeah. tactic. But the big oh. thing about uh, Easy A is it has two cast members of The Roommate in it. Yes. Tell me more, Ryan. Uh, Sing some blues. 
All right, well, the roommate is a movie about this girl. Who, uh, no, I'm not going to. I, I would have liked the roommate if it was presented this way. <laughs> Just opens with BB King. Yes, and then the kids from the Cosby Show dance. Right. Of course. Um, nobody leaves this podcast without singing the blues. Um, so the roommate is <laughs> is about a uh, a girl who uh, goes off to college and uh, and uh, gets a roommate. And this roommate sort of starts acting more and more creepy until she starts acting super creepy and clingy and possessive. Um, it's it's uh, basically a thriller, and it is also basically single white female. Um, uh, okay. they, now, the plot is not the same as single white female, but they, it's the same kind of movie. I want to go ahead and say now that, okay, every review is saying that, right? It's just, it's out there. I think everyone knows it. Mm-hmm. Um, including people like me who have not seen single white female. I want to go ahead and throw that out there now. You haven't? Uh, I've not, no. Okay. It's on my Netflix watch instantly, along with Single White Female 2, The Psycho, or whatever it's called. <laughs> Single um, White two, Female 2, Psycho 3. Psycho 3. I'm not making this up. There is some crazy uh, direct-to-DVD sequel, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the really funny thing was when someone asked this on IMDb's FAQ section, is this a remake? And the response was this great, very detailed. I'd like to actually find it and read it to you if I could. Uh, where the guy's like, well, actually, Single White Female is based on a book. The roommate's also based on a book, but that came out a few years after Single White Female. It follows all the exact... He basically tries to talk this out by saying, well, no, they're based on separate books, if anything, right? Right. But, uh, they're but based, they, this it, one's based on a book that was derivative of Single White Female's book? Yeah, he ends up saying, uh, he ends up coming across uh, like he's saying that this is, yeah, this guy, the guy who wrote the book was ripping off the book of Single White Female at the time. Right, before uh, either of them were movies. Exactly, uh-huh. uh, which is kind of funny because he's trying to talk his way around it, but at the same time he's like, he's pretty much saying, yeah, they're, you know, one ripped off the other uh, before they were movies. Mm-hmm. So it's the same deal. Um no, but I see all the obvious plot points here and everything, and it's. I feel even when it wasn't seeing a white female, it's a plot I've seen over and over again many times, mm-hmm. uh, without any new twists whatsoever. Well, that's where it loses some points. But I thought that for I thought that the execution was reasonably good. Uh, I think that the two things that this lose. I'm not. By the way, we're done with the plot because the plot is that there's a crazy that, girl. That's I it. mean, that's yes. the plot. Um, I think that it loses points in two in two places one the main actress not the not the crazy girl but our protagonist uh is not good and she's really she's like mousy and quiet and it's like it sounds like she's mumbling her lines through a coke can the whole time and not coming off uh, as believable at all um and number two is just that it's yeah as you say completely sort of unoriginal by the numbers thriller with really nothing to to entertain you more than uh than any other one of these kind of movies from the 70s or 80s. Um, however, I thought that uh, for something that didn't really take any chances or do anything new, it still was executed. Uh, what it did have ex- was executed pretty well, and it's also kind of saved by the girl who plays the psycho, who I thought was really good. See, I, uh, I'll go ahead and, I guess, disagree with you on several points here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's very little actually save this movie. For a while, it was going along fine and whatnot, but the, more, the longer it went on, the goofier I feel like it was getting. Um, and I felt like there were times when it was trying to do something new, and by doing something new, it was just making it even goofier. Um, the, uh, I think there's a lot of misplaced casting going on here. Uh, which also really hurt it. Um, starting with, I guess, at the beginning, we're, we're told these are freshmen. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because they just, right, right. They're all obviously uh, my age or older. Well, yeah, obviously. Um, which is not, I, I, you know, I can't count off a whole lot for that, I guess. Um, but as far as casting goes, this begins to, to become a problem with, you're right, this like, our, our main character is a little too mousy. She's not quite the strong uh, female lead we need to carry this. Um, 
I have uh, actually I have some some several several different problems with the psycho. I feel like uh, she didn't. I don't know what show she's from. She might be the one from Gossip Girl. I, I feel like everyone in this movie is from some CW show or another. Mm, no, um, yeah, I don't know. But I, I felt like she's like, er, this is my face and I'm evil now. She really does not change emotion the entire film. Um, they kind of begin to get into her backstory why she's this way, but then that's instantly dropped for the most part. Uh, and even I, the actors around her don't seem to quite know what she's trying to do either. Uh, and then the biggest, like, uh, I guess, you know, we're, we have the token uh, boyfriend, too, mm-hmm. um, who you know is only in the film to show up at the very end and save them. Uh, and it's, uh, I, I don't know, you can't really complain about that cast, and that guy fulfills the part, I guess. Um, uh, something, something funny about that actor. Every movie I've seen him in, I thought the same thing, and I always forget it's the same guy in all these films. Right. But basically, he has this, like, a really, really nice smile, and that's why they hire him from these things. But as soon as he stops smiling, he's pretty ugly. Let's be honest here. Um, so <laughs> I uh, didn't funny. really look into it that much. It's like, they, it really is like, they try to, like, cut away as soon as he's about to stop smiling. They know these <laughs> things. Uh, but, no, my biggest problem with the casting overall is definitely Billy Zane. Um, oh, come on, he was the best the, part of the movie. Well, the, No, no, I like Billy Zane anything. Don't get me wrong, okay? And I I much prefer, I, I will see this movie again just knowing Billy Zane's in it, okay? So, Billy Zane plays who? Go ahead, you have to explain it. Um, Billy Zane plays her professor, which you and I called. Okay, we can see, you know, you look at this, he gets the end credit. I'd seen his name on the poster and everything. I'm like, okay, cool. If anything, Billy Zane will help me get through this movie, right? Right. Um, so, yes, he shows up as the professor, but as it turns out, she's at um, LAU on a... Uh, on a clothing slash style scholarship, I believe, if such thing exists, I assume it does. Um, the fashion world rise, which she wants to break into. Wait, okay? she on a scholarship related to that? I, I I think in some way, yes, because her roommate was as well. I don't know if they tried to place them together because of that or what. Um, but basically, uh, the only class we ever see her in the entire film is taught by Billy Zane. Yeah. Uh, and so Billy Zane is actually her fashion teacher, which I'm not buying for one second, mind you. I bought it completely. Um, and I love that, no, Billy Zane cannot hold himself in, at all in these, like, clothes they put him in. And that was the best part about it. Uh, the first time we see him, I think he's way overdressed in, like, this crazy suit combination. Um, and the second time we see him, he's dressed like uh, he was a former member of NSYNC or something. With, like, his hat cocked sideways. Uh, belt, like, kind of, like, missing two loops or something. I don't know what was going on. But no, it was I very, very funny. completely disagree um, with you because he comes off as someone who knows a lot about style but is too old to actually pull it off anymore, which is just what that character I, I think you're be. reading way too much into what this character no, should be, Ryan. that is exactly this, right. No, if anything, this character has no real purpose in the movie whatsoever besides providing yet another person for the psycho to get back at. Well, there are two arguments. There's if yeah. the character is, is actually useful in the script and how the character should actually be portrayed. So, Well, okay, the character, it should not be in the movie in the first place. I okay, think. that's one argument. If, uh, if Billy Zane has anything, my argument just has to do with Billy Zane in general, mind you. Right. If Billy Zane had anything to do in this movie, it should have been maybe like a father figure in some way, or maybe some cop that comes in a third act. He's like, I'm the sub this psycho girl case. Well, you can argue misuse of Billy Zane, I suppose. Uh, no, I'm, uh, that's all I'm arguing. Hello? Billy Zane can't leave use for this in this world, right? Uh-huh. Um, and this was uh, misappropriate use of Billy Zane in a film. Red flag. I would believe it's a new MTV category. Uh-huh. Makes sense. Well, I mean, it's certainly, it's certainly it might be an underuse of Billy Zane, I'll say. But I think he, I he pulled think out he the character miscast. very well. Um, I don't know if I'm buying him as a sleazeball okay. character either. Because uh, look at that smile. Come on. <laughs> it's Billy I'd Zane. The smile. Oh, man. Um, but it's, no, the, the film, okay, so you say it's, I get, it, it does just enough to, to, to kind of edge its way in to be entertaining, I guess. Uh, yeah. To me, it's only an inter- only entertaining film because it's so bad. Um, this is coming from someone who hasn't seen single white female. I felt like I've seen nothing new. 
um, and at times is laughable. And I think his name is actually Christian E. Christensen, which <laughs> has to be a made-up name. Yeah, that is the director. Uh, the director. Uh-huh. Uh, he's Danish, I believe, and he tries to bring like this weird Danish sensibility to the to the film, which doesn't quite work. There's this great lip sex scene in the movie. Um, where even I wasn't quite sure what was going on. Uh, there's a lot of times when people, like, he's like, oh, here's just someone's face as they talk. And it's just straight shot, like, right at their whole face. I'm like, you could back off a little bit, it's guy. a lot of close-ups, you're right. Too many close-ups in this movie. And plus, script-wise, no one's, like, I guess the the whole fashion scholarship shows, because no one really does anything in the whole movie besides strut around the different locations. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a lot of walking back and forth, um, just looking good in their different clothes. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that's all true. Although, um... Well, I mean, the the uh, the weird amount of walking is definitely true. Although, didn't really bother me because there's a lot of walking on college in college. Like I said, it's not it doesn't stand out as interesting, but it also didn't stand out as bad to me. The only thing that stood out to me as obviously bad was the main actress. Um, everything else was just sort of like by the numbers, which means that it wasn't great. But it was like, oh, well, you know, it's fine. It's a, it's the kind of movie I would definitely watch on television once. Right. Yeah, I would. Um, I'd recommend maybe Netflixing it or you know catching it on TV if you had a few beers and you were gonna make fun of some friends or something. Um, other than I that, I don't think I it's really... bad enough for that. I'm not I'm not trying oh. to even argue with you. I'm just saying like I, I don't recommend it because you won't have enough fun. It's not quite bad enough for that. I I had enough fun for the. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I had enough fun for both of us. <laughs> and um, it's like I feel like this film does not hold up at all. Okay. And it, I like it. I guess it only got number one because it's a really like weak, uh, weak, weak. If that makes sense, um, for films. With, uh, I'm super glad, though, if anything good came from uh, The Roommates, the fact that it beat Sanctum. Okay. Um, that makes me super happy. Who would have thought? Uh, I'm sure James Cameron's now coming up with some way to work Avatar into The Roommate plot. It's next film. <laughs> this next film will be like, it's an experience you've never had before, and it's just The Roommate in 3D. <laughs> um, <laughs> just re-releases The Roommate. Now with more Billy Zane. Um, but, uh, no, the uh, I don't know. I, I cannot whatsoever recommend the, the roommate to anybody um and this is really hurting my 2011 so far ryan uh we've oh. not seen anything good but it's okay because this is the slow season right now for movies we still have time it's a yeah it's that post oscar thing right now where they're afraid to release anything uh, remotely good because they know it won't be nominated for an oscar sure people will forget about it um but no i did not have a very good time with the roommate uh, I would not wish the roommate on anyone except for maybe the people who follow these actors careers on whatever cw show they're on this week mm. Um, or maybe for people like me who are interested and see what, what Billy Zane's doing now, um, if he had any luck growing any of that hair. Um, that he's been talking about. That he's been talking about, and the answer's no, uh-huh. in case you're wondering. Um, now, the roommate comes out with a three from Logan, which I don't think is mean in the least. I think you're way overreacting. I gave it a six. Oh, I, I think you're overreacting, Ryan. Well, remember, you think six is a seven, so. Did, did, you, did you have, like... Um, did this movie offer you sex for that rating? Yes, it did. Was that is that not ethical? That no, not not. I guess. Well, maybe as a podcast critic, yeah. Okay. You 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 uh, run a blog, correct? I do. Totally ethical then. Okay. In fact, they might even give you a blurb on the box. No, wait a minute. Speaking of blurbs, what is it? Is a story you have about me when we were roommates? Oh no no! I had a roommate stories in general. Oh. Um, I'm just gonna basically ask you if you had any good roommate experiences, but I think. Uh, this because this, this was brought up in a conversation after I saw this film, um, and I really can't offer any bad ones myself. And I, you know, I was like, oh, you know, as soon as we all started, I was like, you know what, this would be a good thing to bring up the podcast. Um, but because I have no stories whatsoever to tell about it, it seems like you don't have a story at all. No, I, uh, you know, I was pretty lucky. My uh, my uh, freshman year, which is usually when you get stuck, you never know what you're gonna get. You know, right. it's like 
the best casting in the entire world uh, to, to tag someone with Logan. Um, and of course, I did not know you'd be going to my school that time, so otherwise we would have started Neither to sit down a little bit. Um, but uh, yeah, so I ended up with a great roommate who uh, I still remember, I'm still friends with. You know, how many people can say that, I guess? Yeah. Um, and then my sophomore year, I lived with you, mm-hmm. uh, who I've not talked to in years now. Mm-hmm. Um, then my. Uh, by the way, year, sorry I started dressing like you and then tried to kill you. That was okay. okay. It was kind of flattering for a while, actually. Okay. <laughs> it's like the attention. Yeah. Um, I, I appreciated, uh, especially when you went to Billy Zane and tried to get him to have sex with you. You told him you'd record and everything, and he, he was just so unsure about it at the but time. Then he, but then he had sex with me, and I forgot what the plan was. And he had great fashion. Let me just say that, he okay? Because people don't say it about Billy Zane that much. Um, but no, the, uh, after that, I think I lived by myself most of the time. And, you know, well, you uh, were an RA, so you got your own Yeah, the beginning, I, I learned my lesson after living a few. I'm like, Correct. okay, when I want to bring the women's by, um, how am I going to do this? Oh, man, I should be an RA, mm-hmm. and I can just break the rules for free. Right. Um, but no, that's the, that's the way those things went down. But no, did you have any interesting roommates? I feel like I knew most of yours. Uh, yeah, I also got lucky uh, to uh, be roommates with a wacky guy from Kazakhstan my first uh, year who was awesome. Um, still Facebook friends. Um, so. <laughs> Just kind of like real friends. Yeah, I mean, I don't talk to him that much. But... your apartment out. Yeah, uh, he might still be so here, not... actually. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, so then, yeah, we were roommates. And then I had a, uh, a couple others who were fine. I didn't have any bad experience. The only weird roommate I ever had was uh, for, like, maybe the one month of my senior year? No, junior year. One month of my junior year, I had a roommate who was never there until he would come home like at one in the morning at every night. I was hoping you'd tell the story, yes. And I would usually be in my room, not really asleep, I'd just be hanging out. And uh, and he would come home and it would sound as though he was transforming into a werewolf. Like, oh, that's the exact story I remember you telling because right. they became Snoop sisters. Right, exactly. We're like, maybe and, should, is he a werewolf? No, I mean, the actual were- story is he's coming home incredibly drunk and knocking things over. But... Um, but it really, but it wasn't just like, oops, I knocked something over, or like, hey man, whoop, oh. It really did sound like American Werewolf in London, like his skin was stretching, which and would have been was awesome. Howling. Um, but then after a month, he, under mysterious circumstances, he uh, <laughs> moved out, and I was never placed with another roommate, so I had my own place for a while there. Um, which is nice, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm sure I moved in at some point uh, to take his place. I'm trying to I was think like, of right. the. The guy bit me or something. Now I'm a werewolf. <laughs> oh, I gotta steal your stuff. I'm a werewolf. <laughs> Everything's on the nose with you. You're like, here's what just happened. Okay, <laughs> on the way in, a guy bit me. Who? Which guy? You ask. Your former roommate. Was he a werewolf? That's my assumption. Um, no, but uh, I'm trying to think of any wacky stories that occurred uh, when you and I were roommates. Um, not too much. I feel like we did lots of wacky stuff, but only other people would judge that as wacky. Well, Does we, that make sense? Exactly. We you, did. Like, I mean, we made a lot of movies at the time, so that was wacky everything. enough. And I'm trying to think of something like wacky you did that I thought was wacky, which is almost not. Well, there was. <laughs> I'm still really proud of this moment. Um, I, although I can't think of any specific examples that made it really funny to me at the time and me only. I think uh-huh. um, this guy moved into the building uh, that I was not a big fan of, and so for the first time in my entire life, and I was like, you know that like into my senior year about to be out of college like who cares what what's happening with my life at this moment thing mm-hmm. i told myself that i was going to treat him like he's that really annoying character in any sitcom <laughs> uh, and not worry about because the best thing about sitcoms is they you know say these like uh these like zingers and whatnot they don't worry about any repercussions whatsoever you right. know like 
nothing will come of this. And so I just started doing that to him on a daily basis. And as it turns out, he was stupid enough not to know, it seems like. Just like on a sitcom. Yeah, just like on a sitcom. He was like, I still like you, Logan, no matter what I said to him. <laughs> so, and, like, uh, possibly, anyway. Um, well, wasn't that the guy who you uh, were walking back to your dorm one time, and he was talking to you, and he literally just walked in and closed the door? <laughs> he closed the door. <laughs> he was still talking. But honestly, I feel like I did that to a lot of people, though. That's probably true. You're kind of a dick. Um, it happens. It happens on a daily basis. Yeah. With me. Uh, um, so many people want to be my friend, and I just tell them I don't have time for it. Actually, I don't tell them. That might be the problem. You're just um, rocking alone on the floor every night. Don't make a big deal out of it. The party, uh, whatnot. Um, the uh, speaking of rocking alone on the floor every night, uh, my girlfriend actually had the best um, roommate story, as it turned out. She lived with this uh, guy named Logan for a while. She lived with this guy named Logan for a while. No, no, no. Uh, one of her, uh, you know, like I, I guess, like her first or second year in college, right? Mm. She lived in a house of six girls. Now, she knew, um, the, you know, they ran this house and whatnot. She knew a few of them because that's the way these things usually work out. But then you get to get more to actually fill up the house and pay the rent and make it cheap, right? Right. Um, so, it's, you know, it's like a friend of a friend. They got one of those and just someone else. And then they got this one girl no one really knew. So, the, uh, the first night they're all there and they're having, you know, the, uh, the, the girl powwow, I guess it would be. Sure. Uh, which I don't know. So, what they could all like. get in the same cycle. Exactly, uh, and they're all they're all talking, and you know it's like you know they're talking about what their parents do and like where they're all from and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, as they're talking about you know what their parents do, it's out of nowhere this one girl that no one really quite knows said says, "I've seen a dead body move." <laughs> well, everything gets completely. This sounds like quiet, a much better you know? movie than The Roommate. Oh no, no, this is why you know this is probably why I didn't like The Roommate in the end because this story afterward, the story that everyone had about room, former roommates was so much better. I'm like, you could just made a skit film about all these stories. <laughs> film and of course they would have all accumulated around us as roommates i think it's not a bad idea um but no then they're all looking like well you know what's what she's talking about well she goes on to explain her dad is actually a mortician Mm -hmm. um and he his morgue or the uh, the whole thing where he does his job or whatnot is actually in the basement of the house she grew up in all of her life right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so yes and like i guess a very right type way she would go in there and see him doing his job yeah i was gonna say uh, when she was really little, she went there one time, and this body pretty much jerked. And she's like, oh, what's going on? And so he told her about how there's like still something left in the muscles or whatnot every now and then that causes mm-hmm. these spasms and escaping gas and whatnot. And, um, well, <laughs> in the end, she never, you know, this did not go over well with the rest of the roommates. Um, and so they killed her. <laughs> no, uh, that, why the, wouldn't that go over? I mean, I pre- she probably presented it in a really creepy way. I'm like, that's no, a great story to tell, though. Just out of nowhere, you say, I've seen a dead body. You don't start the story like that. You're right. You start the story by saying, oh, we're talking about my parents. My dad's a mortician. Yeah, I guess we're you're right. And here's a funny story related to that. Um, and it's it's really, it's kind of nuts. The, uh, so she was kind of like the nutty one that they all avoided for a while. And the only follow-up story, not anywhere near as interesting, but uh, my girlfriend was, you know, she said the whole, like, late for work one day thing, let me grab the first thing I can. So, you know, she grabbed one of this girl's Pop-Tarts, right? Uh-huh. Um, now, she, t- she tells us she didn't even take the whole bag of Pop-Tarts because they, they come in those little, like, two bags, right? right? Um, this might have been the actual insult in itself. Well, she takes one out of the bag and leaves the other in there, which you know, I think you and I did a few times. You know, it's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, and so she came back, and <laughs> and uh, the box is, like, laying out. She's like, oh, I guess this, you know, she left the box laying out to tell me she didn't like this, so I better leave her this note, right? So she leaves this note, and she goes in her room. Well, well, you know, she's sitting in her room and packing stuff, and she hears the door open. She's like, oh, I guess someone's out there. She was ripping noises. She's like, oh, this is weird. So she opens the door back up, and yes, the, the note has been ripped to shreds and laid in front of her door. What? Um, Did they know? Pop-Tart. <laughs> One <laughs> Pop-Tart, really? Pop-Tart, really. I, I'm guessing it was Wildberry. 
Well, obviously, that's the most contentious tart. Yeah. Uh, but no, that's uh, that's that's roommate stories of someone who is not me. I've never uh, had a roommate that that was that that crazy, which probably means I was the crazy one and didn't realize it. I feel like you and I should have gotten together before this show and came up with some completely made-up, fabricated great story. I did have a roommate who was a wrestler who his wrestler oh, friend guy- would come over. And, and this guy was a nice guy, by the way. The, the wrestler, he was a cool guy. But um, his friend, who was also a wrestler, would come over, and like it was one of those little dorm rooms where there's only two rooms. There's like an office room, you know, with desks, and then the next room is the bedroom, and then both beds are in the same room. So if they were watching TV, which was in the bedroom, the other dude would sit on my bed because the only place to sit. So I'm like, that's fine. So he sat on my bed though, but he would sp- he would chew tobacco and spit into a cup while on my bed. Yeah, right, right. This is always a big to do, and I actually remember. Um, asking you this twice, I think when we were uh, roommates our sophomore years, and I think I had two separate girlfriends I brought over at that time. Mm-hmm. Not, at the, I wasn't dating them both at the same time, even though that would have been awesome. You brought two separate girlfriends to my place for some reason. <laughs> to Ryan's place. So when we were, uh, I remember like going in there for a while and you know, just kind of hanging out and talking. This isn't that separate when you were talking about it. And I was like, okay, maybe Ryan's not fine with this. So I go out there I'm like, hey, you know, is it cool she sits under your bed? Um, and you get this great look in your eye like, well, Logan, I'd prefer it to be you. Um, but it's a-okay. The uh, the other side of that is, like, the, I think the second time I asked you, you are like, yes, it's okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. The, your dad was coming the next day, and you really wanted your bed to smell like girl, I think is what it was. Oh, that's probably what it was. But wait, what? I don't remember. When would I have ever had a tr- problem with one of your girlfriends sitting in my bed? Like, I'm, like was your girlfriend chewing tobacco at the time? She was, she's actually that guy. That you just okay. Sold yeah. No, the, um, it's... Uh, it's not that it's a problem. It's just you want to ask about those things, but yeah, it's not sure. something you think about before they come over. No, yeah. Because um, so you're like, you're not, I don't know. When you get back to it, you realize that there's no seats whatsoever. It's just the two beds. Right, right, right. Um, or as what you and I did, we just pushed them and made one. That's um, right. We called the Hat Family. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, but that's our. We, <laughs> that was our Chinese move. menu. We really liked it. Hey, tonight you want to do the Happy Family? <laughs> we did do that. Um, <laughs> well, my bed no. will smell like girl. Then Logan's okay. <laughs> well, you smell like girl, so buy the transitive <laughs> property. Um. Well, anyway. Yes, good times with Ryan as my roommate. Good times indeed. So if you're listening to this and you have a crazy roommate story, you should go to criticalend.com and email us about it. Let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that'd be cool. Uh, you could also find us on Twitter. Don't uh, let us know there. That'd be kind of weird. Yeah, that's not, that's not convenient. Uh, we're Critical End there. Well. And it was on Facebook. Critical End with the exclamation point on Facebook. And there was a fourth one, right? Do we do them all? Um, iTunes. iTunes. And you can let us know there as long as you leave a cool review about the show while you're doing it. Yes, as long as your roommate's story comes with five stars, we're in. Um, not not our show itself, as long as your roommate. So we'll rate your shit with your story. You rate uh, our roommate. Yes. RateMyRoommate.com is probably already a website, right? I'm pretty sure it is, and I might have been there. RateMyRoommate.com. Oh, that reminds me it's of a being really squatted, white... squatted, but the first, <laughs> this first uh, ad is looking for a booty call, so I think I'll say oh, yes. Dear. <laughs> And now I have AIDS. RateYourRoommate.com is an actual site, but it looks like a shitty one. Wait, wait what's the follow-up to the booty call? Was it like enter your phone cl- number? I didn't click on that. Were you, were, you did, were, you, were you pulling a prank to do your my number? Like, Logan's going to love this booty Logan's call. Logan's going to like girl. To pay forty four fifty. Wait, hold on. Uh, Top roommate stories of the day, Logan, from RateYourRoommate.com. Oh, Overall rating, just... 10. Well, let's not read the 10 one. That's just going to be boring. Yeah. Uh, overall rating, 4. Oh, wait, oh, wait, here we go. Overall rating, question mark. That's going to be a good one. My roommate is awesome. We get along insanely well. Oh, it doesn't seem like that. Good. Just, what, what, is, hold on, what is this about? You, how do you rate your roommate? It's mostly blog entries is what it looks like. Oh, that's stupid. All right, overall rating four. So my roommate, let's call him Ben. Oh, ho. 
is a really cool guy, but he is really sensitive about his name. This would be fine if I didn't at times call him the wrong name. See, that's probably your fault so far. So far, this sounds like you're a bad roommate. Well, don't... Uh, the story's revolving also, around his... Yeah. The story's revolving around his name, and the guy's like, let's call him Ben. But then he goes in on to say that his, he's super insensitive about his name. Well, yeah, um, I mean, clearly he's already calling him the wrong name. Right, exactly. I think something's going on here. Also, this was submitted by Tonky, who has a much more ridiculous name than I'm... Than I agree. Else. All right, hold on. Uh, so oh, I call cool. him the wrong name. In these instances, I would harmlessly call him Ken or Chen. To any normal person, this would be fine. I don't know that that would be fine with me. If someone was like, hey, Brian, or Gafayan, or Chen, something else. Chen? Is this guy Oriental in Persuasion? It doesn't say, yes. <laughs> to any normal person, this would be fine. It's something that could be laughed what? about. But Ben doesn't think this is funny at all, and whenever I call him the wrong name, he decides he needs to punish me. Does he know his name? I don't know, but guess how? Guess what the punishment is. Well, I, I, I'm kind of scared to ask. So he whips me repeatedly with his lanyard that his key is attached to. He whips me like I am some wild animal just because I act. Okay, Ryan, please stop now. Okay, I think, I, think, I think you follow the Booty Call website. I should point out that there are only three reviews on this website, and I have now read them it's all. It's not a legit website. In fact, I think you wrote it while you were doing this bit. Uh, it's not, it's not possible. Hello? You're... Uh, one cool roommate-related thing, movie-wise, uh -huh. uh, there was this really awesome promotion for it in the lobby, where you know how, um, like, you go to any college campus and it's like the roommate wanted signs are up, you know? Okay. Uh, and they had the little tear-off numbers at the bottom. Mm -hmm. They actually had a bunch of those plastered all over the wall. Oh. It was a, like, a 1-888 number, so like a 1-800 number, mm -hmm. um, which I guess if you called, you got some sort of, like, hotline for the movie or whatnot. It's like, hey, I'm the roommate, oh, <laughs> Which is more acting just in that recording right there than... <laughs> Um, but no, it's I you know I thought it was kind of a cool way to promote the film. Yeah, um, totally, so it is cool. Screen Gem should get a promotion for that if anything. Yeah. Christian E. Christensen had his hand in that one, no doubt. Right, him and Billy Zane got together. All right. Well, uh, so that's the roommate, and uh, I guess that's it, right? For the roommate? Yeah. Oh, I have a few more things I want to say. Okay. Um. So Ben, let me let me ask you a question. Name is Chen. So, Chen, yes. Why does this guy just wear a name tag? Listen, I'm a man on the go. As the guy writing who wrote <laughs> that, you're not a man on the go. I'm a man about town. I you're don't not a man about names. town. I require name tags for anyone who will associate with me for more than five minutes. Uh huh. That's why I hand them out when you come in the door. Did you get yours? Yeah, but it says Ken. Give one to Chen over there then. <laughs> Write it on it for him if you need to. <laughs> I don't need to.